listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. And I'm super stoked to welcome back on the program, Cruzy McCalligan, for this week's Midweek Audio Column. Cruz, it's great to hear your voice. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Noreen. How are you doing? Did you enjoy your public holiday yesterday? I did. Um, I ventured out to uh, the New Territories yesterday um, with the three kids on my own to a friend's house. Wow. Bold so, move. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think, yes, bold or stupid, really. But uh, it, it turned out all right. They were fine. Um, yes. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's often a bit a bit sort of uh, nerve wracking when you're driving out to, you know, uh, to the unknown, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> with the unknown. True. Yeah, that's, I think it's more that. It's more the three unpredictable um, missiles in the back seat, right? Exactly. Yeah, did you have a nice day yesterday with, you, with your three kids? I did, yes. It was a very hot day, though. I think I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, come on, we're in October. Let's cool down a bit. Um, where, where is the promised autumn? I know, actually. Crossing our fingers. Anyway, but it is October, which means it's, closer to December, um, which means that everything is slowly getting little tasters of Christmas stuff, which is really Uh, quite upsetting, isn't it? (laughs) It's already Christmas time, exactly, because we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving here in Hong Kong. Well, I mean, some families do, but, you know, I think we've sort of skipped the Thanksgiving decorations and and cards and whatnot. Then it's, yeah, it's Christmas time already. Mm. But I wanted, so that's what I wanted to talk about today is I wanted to talk a little bit about greeting cards. Because I, you know, I did just have a new baby. I did just have my birthday. So I've got lots of cards around the place. Um, and also this is a time of year where it's, um, it's very much like there's a lot of birthdays in my family in this kind of last month and this month. Um, and there will be until Christmas. And all the time, have you ever had that experience when you're like getting your kids ready for a kid's birthday party and you're like, just grab a card out the cupboard? have a birthday card and you have to find a birthday card. Yes, yes. Nowadays, I mean, nowadays I just think I'm pretty ad hoc. Sometimes I just tell the girls to quickly draw. Yeah, to make one. And that's quite nice. But yeah, I I do have a a drawer in my room that has, you know, a few spare cards (laughs) just in case. Yeah, and and my drawer, um, because I've obviously been like, you know, a little bit less on the ball recently, my uh, greeting card drawer has diminished and the only thing left is a welcome to the world baby girl and an Easter card, which are very specific. <laughs> Easter card? I've never... I, have a, I, I have a single Easter card. Well, the thing is, we have a very good family friend who is amazing with sending cards to our family. She will send one for every season, every holiday, every birthday, and Aww. it just... It's the loveliest thing. It's the only thing we get in our letterbox that isn't like a bill or, you know, <laughs> sort of a government notice or something. And it's made me think a little bit about greeting cards because there is something really special about them when you get them. And, you know, there's, there's, they're not all kind of equal. Some are really naff. Some don't seem very nice. Some seem too modern. Some seem too sentimental. You know, it's kind of an art form. Do you know what I mean? Um, I hear you. It's a huge industry, Noreen. Apparently, annual retail sales of greeting cards are estimated between seven and eight billion dollars in America alone. No, and seven eight billion dollars, and Americans purchase approximately six point point five billion greeting cards each year, just within the country, <laughs> right? So it's like it's quite insane. And then the um, the most popular seasonal cards are Christmas cards, um, which is about one point six billion units purchased followed by Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, which is a bit of a 
curveball for me. Mm. I wasn't expecting that one. Easter, Halloween. Halloween cards? Yeah, Halloween cards, Thanksgiving, and St. Patrick's Day, which seems like a strange occasion to celebrate with a card. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yes, of course, the most popular uh, birthday card sending occasion is, you know, um, it, well, sorry, card sending is birthdays as well. Um, you also have secondary occasions like sympathy cards, thank you cards, wedding cards, thinking of you, get well soon. Retirement as well? Retirement, yes. I didn't think about that. That hasn't made the list here. But yes, retirement cards. Um, oh. And actually, they, they did a survey of card buyers in the US and seven out of 10 consider greeting cards absolutely or almost essential to them, right? Like really important. And eight out of 10 of these buyers expect their purchases to remain the same going forward or um so, so that they don't have any intention of decreasing how many cards they buy, which is kind of an interesting mm. idea because the card is such like a, it's not an easy thing to do. If you go into a shop, you have to buy a card. It's made of paper, right? Like somebody will probably have it mulched or recycled or composted, right? And then it's, it's not cheap. Sometimes when you buy a birthday card, I'm always horrified when I turn it over and go, I could have lunch for the amount of money that this, this card is going to cost me. They're expensive. Um, they can be, definitely. Um, it's also, uh, unfortunately, not very gender equal. Apparently, women purchase 80% of all greeting cards, and women are more likely to spend a more time choosing a card than men or to buy more, buy several cards at once. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Yep. Because, that sounds like us. Know, that sounds like <laughs> us. Um, and, of course, what's interesting is younger card buyers and those who are uh, more technology savvy are currently the ones most engaged in buying paper greeting cards online. Oh. Um, now, most people um, acknowledge that, you know, we, because we have Facebook, which is delightful for reminding us of everybody's birthdays, I will, for one, will say I'm extraordinarily grateful to Facebook for helping us remember people's birthdays. Yes. Yeah. Um, but because of that, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that just because we have more digital connection, it doesn't mean that people are buying fewer cards, Noreen. Apparently, the tradition of giving greeting cards is still really, um, is still really important, even though I'm going to talk a little bit later that there is a decline in the industry as well, but not necessarily for the reasons that you might think. So, um, a little bit more about greeting cards. I'm going to talk about the history of greeting cards, which is quite fascinating, to be honest. So the tradition of sending greetings can be traced as far back as the early Egyptians who used papyrus scrolls to send letters. And also uh, in ancient China, people would exchange messages of goodwill at New Year's. And then since then, many cultures have exchanged greeting cards in one form or another. So handmade greetings were being sold and exchanged across Europe during the 1400s. So that's interesting. It's not someone making their own one. It's someone buying one for somebody else, right? And that's in the 1400s. And in Germany, greetings were made using woodcuts, so woodcut prints, which was a very time-consuming printing process where designs were hand-carved into a block of wood and then created a print on paper. Wow, in kind Italy, of like a stamp, if you like. Yeah, kind Massive of like a stamp, stamp, but even more intricate and yeah. probably a lot harder, to be honest. <laughs> In Italy, uh, more delicate handmade cards were used, especially for Valentine's Day, which kind of makes sense, right? Um, where intricate lace effects filigree were applied to the cards and the techniques at the time made the cards expensive and the cards were used predominantly by the elite. It was like a card covered in lingerie, essentially, which I would expect no less <laughs> from the Italians on Valentine's Day. So romantic. But, um, <laughs> 
And um, so, yes, yeah, so this is during this time, cards are mainly used for New Year's and Valentine's. And the first known Valentine's message dates back to um, 1415 and was from Charles, Duke of Orleans, to his wife while he was being kept captive in the Tower of London. Oh. <laughs> Which is quite like, it must have been like quite a, you know, it sounds like a movie, I suppose, in its own way as well. You know, that he had this handwritten, um, handwritten Valentine's card. Um, that he he sent his wife while he was imprisoned, which is um, quite romantic. Um, Then they have a rise in popularity. So the rise in popularity of greeting cards is for a variety of reasons. We have advances in printing uh, technology, which meant that cards could be created cheaper and with less effort than intricately handmade cards. Um, Of course, we have the world's first postage stamp, the Penny Black, which was produced in 1840, which removed the need for hand delivery. So that's when your greeting card could be sent by post without you having to take it to somebody's house, which obviously revolutionized things. Mm. And it was only three years later in 1843 that Sir Henry Cole decided to create the first commercial Christmas card. So as a member of the highest society in Victorian England, this guy had a very long Christmas list. And it grew longer and longer and longer every year of all these people he had to send Christmas cards to. And I actually can empathize with this because some years I send Christmas cards to everyone and it is a time-consuming pursuit, right? Yes. And other years I'm just like, I'm not doing it. You can't do some in others. You know, you can't just send like three cards to family members. You have to send the whole 78. It's all or right? nothing. <laughs> it's all or nothing. It totally is. Um, and so he, he, he decided to reduce the time of this, you know, Christmas card sending thing and he depicted three scenes a family gathered celebrating christmas the charitable acts of clothing the poor and of feeding the hungry and um those are so there was a three cards right and now a thousand copies of the cards were printed in black and white and then they were hand painted and he used all the ones he needed and then he sold the rest making it the first commercially available christmas card it's kind of genius really Um, But they were still quite expensive for the day, and they were very much like a luxury item. So if you'd received a Christmas card around this time in 1843, it would have been quite a treat, basically. Um, But now we get into, like, today, you know, that we see the, you know, the as technology increased, that's when mass production increased. We see that with loads of different things. And since the 1860s, companies have been mass producing Christmas cards. And of course, the introduction of color printing in the 1930s and humorous cards in the 1940s and 50s saw their popularity grow even more. And I saw one of these cards from like the 1940s, um, like I think it was late, late 1940s, and like the secret to um, it's a secret to eternal youth. And then it said underneath, like, lie about your age. And I was like, that's very clever. <laughs> so <laughs> what occasion are they for, these humorous cards? Just Well, I think it's just, um, I think it's like loosely, that would probably be like a birthday one or something, oh, right? Yeah. You know, just like a loosely connected to these sorts of different things. Um, or a no reason anyway. card, like a housewarming card. Yes, like yes. a housewarming, there you go, exactly. <laughs> um, but today, you know, obviously there's greeting cards for absolutely every conceivable occasion. And the industry is worth billions, as I said. Um, So that's really interesting as well. Um, Of course, well, we can't talk about greeting cards without thinking about Hallmark. Yes. Right, like Hallmark cards. Um, So that company, Hallmark, was started by the Hall brothers in 1910. So it's been a long time. Over 100 years already. Wow. Over 100 years, yeah. And they crafted picture postcards for about five years first in 1910. 
these two brothers, until sales declined. And they began making greeting cards in response to people's desire for more private communication. And I'm like, yeah, of course, because postcards are quite, like, it's all out there, right? Anyone can read your postcards. The postie, the person delivering it, the person sorting the mail, your neighbor, anybody. Um, so that makes a lot of sense as well. And then um, they, they chose the name Hallmark because um, they wanted it to seem like a mark of quality, and they were the Hall brothers. So that's, that's why it's called um, Hallmark. Although I have to say, I do find sometimes when I look at Hallmark cards today, that sometimes they can seem a little bit dated. You know, they're not super funky and fresh and cool and stuff like that. And that's interesting because that's one of the problems we have with the the general greeting card industry today, um, Noreen. We can talk about that in a minute. And it's also um, so expensive as well. Hallmark cards yes. are always so expensive. It's almost, And you always know how much they cost because they're color-coded um, at, at the end. I can tell, like, if that one's going to be over $40, I'm like, I'm not going to buy that one. And I don't know yeah, buying exactly any Hallmark right. cards. <laughs> right? Just buy the generic it's absolutely ones. absolutely that. Totally. I totally know what you mean. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it, really, in that way, like how the, the value of the card is. And they do seem, sometimes they do seem really expensive for what they are. And then other times you're like, no, this is like a quality card. It'll feel good to open this card. And I know that I definitely feel that way when I get, like, even if it's a handmade card from somebody, I think yeah. it's just the fact someone's taken some time to write a card, put it in an envelope. Exactly. And send it to me. You know, it just gives it this whole other meaning. There's a, there's an award, there is a, there are awards for greeting cards. I didn't know this. There's actual awards for greeting cards called the Louis Awards. And they have recognized the best cards every year since 1988. And they're named after Louis Prang, who was a German immigrant who was credited with creating one of the first lines of Christmas cards in the U.S. in 1875. And so you have to submit cards to the Louis Awards and they're blind judged on originality, impact, design, sendability and value. And then the winners are announced every year in New York City, which is just something I didn't need to know, but now I do. There's an entire award ceremony for greeting cards. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I didn't know that at all. So it's quite, it's quite I don't know, it's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, so one of the things that we were sort of talking about was like, as I was saying, like one of the reasons for the decline of the industry, for example, is um, because, um, is because actually they're finding that, okay, you might say that like millennials and young people uh, eschewing e-card, like, uh, you know, more into e-cards and just sending kind of like gifts or WhatsApp stickers maybe <laughs> for people's, um, for people's, uh, for people's birthdays. I don't know. Do you, are you an e-card sender? You know, I went through a phase in the 90s when I first discovered it, you know, when we were kids uh, sending e-cards, but then that trend sort of I don't know, just stopped, I, I guess. But I do know some people do send, uh, e yeah, uh, not really e-cards, but sort of like uh, Christmas newsletters. Um, Renita does that, for example, our former, uh, you know, I was going to say former friend, our friend and former colleague, <laughs> um, s likes to send out uh, e-Christmas cards where she'll superimpose her, her, her pictures with, with her kids' pictures in those, like, um, f uh, fun pictures. Uh, oh, fun nice. Christmas cards, yeah. Like, that is really nice. One is Santa, one is the reindeer, um, yeah, and, and whatnot. Oh, wow. But apparently, um, the, the, anyway, the thing is, it's interesting because a lot of people aren't, haven't really stopped. And I think there's like a an appreciation of kind of like slow crafts again, which was seen even with younger generations, right? And like people having like really beautiful handmade, printed, cool designer 
cards. Like one of a right. kind type. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but actually, card sales are declining um, quite a lot. They make up a, a very large part, the largest part of the $36 billion stationary goods market, but they've declined 3.9%. But it's not actually... Um, it's not actually because everyone's using e-cards or WhatsApp. Apparently, it's because no one's got new ideas, right? So <laughs> nobody's been thinking of better ideas for cards. And this is like, there's not kind of people being really creative in that industry. And like I said, like the nine times out of 10, when I have to go and buy a card at the shop, I can be super uninspired, right? I'm like, oh, none of these are quite right. You know what I mean? And that's actually apparently that, that they did a study um, on what drives greeting card purchases. And they found that half of total greeting card market buys, um, buys cards mainly because that's what's expected of them, rather because they're motivated by a deep-seated desire to acu- communicate thoughtfully through a greeting card. So they sort of like don't feel as relevant to people's lives as they once did. So maybe it's that, maybe the tone of voice of a lot of cards it doesn't really make us feel very inspired. We're just doing it out of like a sense of niceness. Like I've got to buy a birthday card. This one says happy birthday without you know, giving any kind of any anything else. So that's kind of interesting. I thought that that was happening. So if anyone out there is pretty creative and wants to try and think of themselves as a bit entrepreneurial, you could probably create a, quite a meaningful message for a greeting card. You, you might Cruz, actually make some money off it. You're super creative <laughs> and you're super good with words. Maybe it's a, yes, it's your calling. Well, you, Maybe it's my calling. Yeah. Maybe this is what I'm going to pivot to. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is interesting. And of course, people are also more price point sensitive. And as we just discussed, like greeting cards can be expensive. If you think about like the proportion of the, the cost of the gift you're giving, you just think, well, you know, the card's almost like half of that or <laughs> yeah. a third of that. It seems ridiculous. But yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that's greeting cards. I have one, um, one kind of funny quote I found from a humorist called PJ O'Rourke, who said, don't send funny greeting cards on birthdays or at Christmas. Save them for funerals when their cheery effect is most needed. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, exactly. I'm sure people, I'm sure like, you know, uh, people do send quite funny cards sometimes. I mean, send their condolences, but also when they remember somebody in the good times, maybe humor uh, can be used humor. as well. Yeah. Oh, I have one last funny thing that I did think, I did come across, which made me laugh because I totally do this, which is one last funny fact which is that a survey found 70% of people writing a card, like saying, like, love from, like, Mark, Bob, Juan, you know, whatever, they also use their pet name when they're signing off. Oh. And I realized I've done this as well. Yeah, I've done that too, yeah. I've signed it from my dog, Captain. <laughs> That's so cute. Cruz, I love this one. Thank you so much for for joining us for Greeting Cards, and I look forward to the next audio column. Have a great week. Thank you. 